Northwind listeners. I'm Dallas Rotella. I'm the multimedia staff person here at the Northwind, and today I am with... My name is Andy Ballinger. I'm the opinion editor at the Northwind and moderator of the Northwind editorial board, where today we will be giving you tips on how to survive a UP winter, whether it be outdoor clothing, supplies to keep in your vehicle, or driving tips. But first, let's meet our editorial board. My name is Willa Rash, and I'm the features writer here at the Northwind. My name is Katarina Rothorn. I am the editor-in-chief. I'm Harry Stein. I'm the assistant features editor. And with that, we'll begin our discussion with Harry. Um, yeah, surviving the winter. Uh, first things first, and this sounds like a joke. People laugh at me when I say it. Long underwear. It is a game changer. I own a couple pairs. It's a... Uh, way more warm because everybody thinks about layers and yeah you're right i usually wear a shirt a sweater and another jacket maybe another shirt under there but uh you're not thinking about the other layers that's like half your body that's layered you need long underwear it makes you way more warm it's a game changer as for driving um this is the first winter that i'm actually going to try and fix my car before Ooh. winter starts so um I'll get back to you on that. I usually have a lot of trouble during that, and it doesn't work out well. What kind of car do you have? A 2011 Jeep Compass. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Bought it for my mom for $4,000. Nice. So. There's a large dent in the side. <laughs> yes. I subsequently had to do $1,000 worth of repairs after buying it. Ouch. And it, yeah. All right, moving on down to Kata. Okay, so I do have a car up here as well. I've got a 2003 Subaru Baja who is a stick shift and uh, consistently does not enjoy being on the ice. So that's a little rough for me. Um, I tend to put on like snow tires and or chains for my car because I'm a little paranoid about driving. I also live downstate, so I drive like seven hours all the time to and from Marquette and Lansing. Um, so there's a lot of signs that I pass when I'm doing that drive that are like, slow down, there's a lot of accidents that happen during the winter. That's true. It's also kind of unpredictable because black ice just kind of comes out of nowhere. So um, there's a lot of discourse, I think, about people being like, oh, these slow drivers, like, can't they just, like, being overly cautious as a driver? I think that's BS and that people should be cautious no matter what. It's better to get to where you're going an hour late um, and be safe about it, as opposed to like flying off the road and getting stuck in a ditch, hitting someone else. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong in the winter. Um, do I like driving slow? Absolutely not, but I'd rather be safe where I'm going. Um, I also heard a little saying, so I'm not from the UP, but when I got up here, I heard a saying that's like, there's no such thing as cold weather or bad weather. There's just like bad preparation for the weather. I don't know if I believe that wholeheartedly, um, but having a good coat, good boots, um, like Harry was talking about, like layering up, that's so important. It can be a real game changer. Like actually having quality clothes is so important. There is the ripple effect. I don't know what it is, like a coat closet um, outside the Dean of Students where people can actually get quality coats, boots, hats, gloves, all that stuff for free because I know that for a lot of college students, it's difficult to get quality, like, winter clothing so I'm really glad we have that on campus because that is really important for a lot of people personally I have two pairs of boots and I like switch them out um, but I also really like being outside so 
for some people it's just like getting to and from class but for me like being outside in the winter is really important so I recommend like having two of everything if you can afford it and if that's feasible for you um, because I'll go outside in the morning and then my hat will be like really wet for no reason because it's just a bunch of snow on it and I don't want to wear it again so then I have a second hat that I can then wear for the rest of the day that's what I do but I'm also outdoors a lot so that's not feasible for everybody but if you're gonna be outside definitely try to have two of something um, just so that if something gets like really wet with the snow or it somehow um, gets damaged you have a backup and you don't have to wait a long time to actually have accessible weather gear. Awesome and before we move on to Willow I just want to add if you are an outdoor adventurer or really like to hike, ski, snowshoe, do all that jazz in the winter it is even more important that you are well prepared when you hit the trails. I know a lot of people who like hike Sugarloaf and Hogsback don't bring packs with them. I cannot stress enough how important it is to bring a pack with you on a trail. You never know what can happen. I also highly recommend um, downloading an app to track your hikes, whether it be all trails or any other option. Just really important in case you lose your way down, especially in the snow, the trail will not be as visible as it usually is. And yeah, also make sure you layer up when you're hiking. Even if you think you're gonna work up a sweat, you can always take a layer off, but you cannot make one appear out of nowhere. Also food and water, lots of it when you go hiking. I'm trying to think of anything else. If you want a really detailed list on what you should bring on every hike you go on, um, just Google the 10 essentials. It's like this hiking pastime. It's 10 things you should always have on you when you go on an outdoor adventure. Okay, moving down to Willow. So as far as cars go, this is actually my first time driving up here and I haven't actually driven through the winter yet. Um, but I think something that is very important that no one's mentioned is having extra supplies in your cars in case you get stranded. I One time when me and my dad were driving up here, we ended up in a like a terrible snowstorm. We could only see like a foot in front of us and we didn't have any supplies with us. It was, and I was wearing my tennis shoes at the time. It was extremely scary. Make sure you have supplies in your car, whether it's like water or extra food that won't perish or I don't know, other car stuff. Like making, so just in case you do end up stranded, you won't die. <laughs> and as far as uh, clothing, obviously everyone's been mentioning layering. I actually got my uh, winter jacket here with me from the coat closet that's going out on the Dean, that's the Dean students. And it's amazing, I love it. They picked it out specifically for me because uh, I was talking to people before they mentioned the coat. Which, it's amazing. I actually didn't have my jacket with me the first years here, and I ended up locked outside for an hour mm -hmm. without it, and it was freezing. So it's awesome to have a college um, here for me for that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was, one, <coughs> it was a terrible walk. It, I, was, I wasn't even properly dressed. I was in my pajamas. Mm. That, I, you know that, that dumb cardigan I'm always wearing? I was in that in a nightgown. That's another thing, too. So if you are ever going on a drive, even if it's just like to the store or you're picking someone up from the airport, whatever it is, a lot of times I think people will wear, they're like, oh, I'm just going to walk from my car to wherever I'm going and, and back. There's not a lot of outdoor time, but you could always get stranded. And if you're in slippers or tennis shoes or sandals or your pajamas and you're not wearing winter coat because you're thinking you're going to be in the car or a building most of the time, um, if you do get stranded, that's even worse um, to be outdoors um, maybe your car's in a ditch, maybe it stops running. For whatever reason or whatever can happen, um, if you're not prepared to actually have a coat with you or to have actual shoes that you can go outside and maybe you have to shovel your car out, um, 
actually being prepared for something to happen um, in the winter time is so important because uh, you never know what's going to happen, especially if you're on the roads. And from a Uper perspective, um, a lot of car tricks that I've learned throughout the years, I keep, I don't keep cat litter, but I've heard keeping cat litter in your car is a great thing if you need traction under your tires, if you're stuck in the snow. I have like this salt stuff my dad gave me. I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll keep it in my car for your sanity to throw under my tires if I don't have traction. Also, you can use your floor mats in your car. They're removable. You can shove those under your tire if you need a little traction. I'm trying to think. You need um, also the snow brushes. Highly recommend, especially aside with a scraper. If you do have a car up here, because every morning your window will be frozen over and it is extremely frustrating. Any other car tips? Anyone? I bring a, I put cardboard in my trunk because I kept getting stuck in the snowbank outside my mom's house every time I visited <laughs> her last winter. So my brother just gave me some folded cardboard boxes to get out because he kept having to push me. Um, that and like a little shovel in the back. Yes. I have been like leaving friends places late and I get stuck in their parking lot where it's not plowed. And um, this sounds really obvious, but get groceries for a snowstorm. I once tried to get a frozen pizza during a snowstorm and it was really scary, and I was going like 35 on the highway because the roads were so bad, but uh, yeah, I don't do that. Always keep like extra gloves and hats in your vehicle as well. Keep them right in your center console. I mean, they won't be warm when you first like take them out of there, but it'll be worth it later on. Okay. Good. Okay, my audio is good. I could just do this. What I am I doing? To throw it to you, Sal. I'm sorry. That's okay. I could just start talking and edit it in. So, going over some uh, recommendations from NMUPD that I was given during an assignment last year, uh, where I did kind of like a news story on things that you should have. Uh, especially in the winter, starting with uh, what's in your car, some things that you might not think about as obviously we've said like kitty litter, maybe the cardboard, uh, using your floor mats. Um, those are all super helpful, uh, but some more emergency situations because we do live in a rural area. Um, if you get stranded on the scenic stretch, no one's coming for you unless if they pass by. They're, it is a long walk back to signal. Um, and that's, that's a common place around the UP, and I, I think, especially in the winter, it might be a little intimidating to be driving on those long stretches, especially when it's starting to get dark earlier and it's freezing cold, and all of a sudden you slip on some ice, and now you're in a ditch and you don't see anybody coming for miles. It's a scary thought. Um, so some things that are recommended is uh, always have, like, some sort of blanket in your vehicle. Um, you never know if you're going to have to sleep in your car. Uh, bottled water. Um is really important. Uh, I have an entire case of water in my trunk for situations where I might have to like be out in my car for a while. Um, canned food. Um, I can't. I can't. I guess I can't promote that they don't go bad, but they don't really go bad. So uh, I highly recommend having you know your food and water. Maybe uh, those like nutrition bars or something. Uh, the flash radiate or like radiating blanket, the ones that like have the tin foil on the inside. Uh, road flares are actually pretty easy to get uh, your hands on, despite being hot enough to cut through metal. Um, I have three of them in my trunk. They're completely 
legal to have um, and they can save your life in an instant. Uh, they will burn underwater. Sometimes they will burn in a snowstorm. Uh, if you need to signal someone, they might be helpful. If you need to uh, create a fire, they definitely can do that. Um, some other things, uh, if you can find a retractable shovel and not like a gimmicky $15 one at Walmart, like a nice one, um, it's always nice to be able to scoop the snow off of your tires if you get stuck. Um, of course, having the brush is really nice. Um, I'd avoid a, a quick trick that people try to do is uh, dump hot water on their windshields to melt all the ice off. I've seen it happen. It will shatter your windows on an instant. Um, don't Do not do that. I, I I feel bad for it because it, it sounds like a smart idea, right? And then you do it, and then now you're completely screwed. Um, so, I mean, I, it's kind of funny, but I, I, I want to give it more as a warning instead of a joke. Something that uh, barely anybody gets told about, especially with how bad our snow is, is how to get your car out of the snow. A lot of people just push um, as hard as they can, and hopefully that it just, like, gets over that, like, little... Uh, hump that the tires have created so what that's doing is actually spinning the tires and doing something called a friction freeze where uh, you heat up the ice or the snow so fast that it creates water which creates ice uh, and it forms perfectly around your tire to make it so it's harder and harder to get out so the more that you don't the or the longer that you're stuck in the snow the harder it's going to be to get out so when you are trying to push up the your car and bear with me for just the voice um you want to have someone in the back uh pushing all of their weight forward and all of their and then pulling with all their weight backwards a couple times without you touching the uh acceleration pad okay and then right when you're about to hit the top of that push forward um after some momentum's built up then you want to try to uh push out of there um that's going to give you the best chance of like shooting yourself out of the pocket um, and avoiding friction freezes. Everybody knows the the legend of the UP person who is walking around in shorts and a t-shirt and looking at people saying, I'm not even cold. Um, I am here to tell you that anybody who does that is wrong and is trying to look cool. I've lived in the UP all my life and you will not catch me a single time this winter without a sweatshirt and a jacket on. Dealing with other students um, when I started uh, coming here, they always believe like it can't be that bad. Nobody really listens to the horror stories that, uh, that the especially the either UP residents or people who have been here for a while say, um, where it's like it gets bad in the winter. It gets really bad in the winter. I'm talking like school is canceled not because of the snow but because of how cold it is outside, and uh, like undrivable conditions and like you can't see in front of you just by the snowfall. Uh, it's bad, um, and it gets bad. So I have a pair. I have one pair of waterproof boots. I have a pair of snow tread steel toes. Uh, I have jeans, long johns. I have two separate jackets. I have a windbreaker that fits over my jackets, multiple sweatshirts of different thickness. I have hats, gloves uh, of all different thicknesses. I'm ready for the winter, and I will never tell you I'm. it's not even cold up here because I am when I get back from school, even on a day, even like during these, like where it's still slightly warmer outside, I'm under the blankets fearing the cold. Uh, so please bundle up and uh, try to 
especially uh, just at least get like a nice sweatshirt or a thicker sweatshirt or maybe just a jacket with a little bit of padding uh, because it really can get like disgusting out there.